Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Just Glow Podcast. I am your host, Gloria Velez. And my special guest today is Paul Anthony. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you for coming on. Absolutely. What's going on, Glow? What's going on, people? Wonderful, wonderful. It's Paul Anthony, the legendary from Full Force and House Party for the younger ones who don't know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, we actually just met each other, and I feel like we've known each other forever. Like Absolutely. our souls connected, like we got each other. Yeah. And that's why I asked you to come on because um, you get me. And I feel that with this topic, uh, sacrifice, I feel like you understand it. Um, so the topic, mm -hmm. let's just go right into it, um, it. is sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I believe we all made sacrifices in life for our children, for our parents, you know, with our time, with our money. I mean, mm -hmm. have you made sacrifices in your life? Of course, of course. I mean, life itself can be a sacrifice. There's like, like right. the saying goes, there's different levels to this. And we have all, right. you know, I mean, women more, women sacrifice their lives when giving childbirth. You know, we can That's go right. on and on and on. But yeah, there's different levels of sacrifice. So we'll just try to touch on all, all of them if you like. Yes, yes. But today I really want to focus on sacrificing people who sacrifice people for mm. gain, for mm -hmm. money, for power for celebrity status and mm -hmm. i believe that this is a touchy subject for a lot of people because people don't want to acknowledge that this does happen right. that people sacrifice people for money and fame mm -hmm. and um people are scared to you know i think it's time for people to talk about things that you know you don't want to talk about but that's really happening we have to face it today sure. and the reason why I'm bringing up this topic today because it was told to my son, my oldest, that just turned 25, happy birthday, Aaron, um, yesterday, and um, that he wasn't supposed to be born. So I know that sounds crazy. Really? Um, he was, yeah, he was over a mutual friend of me and his father, uh, Blue Da Vinci's house. Uh, he's recording with his son doing music. Yes, my son is musically talented as well. And... Um, a gentleman was visiting him, and when Blue introduced my son as Aaron Hall, Gloria Velez's child, um, the gentleman told my son he wasn't supposed to be born. So this was shock for my son. My son was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? That's not something you say to someone you just met, you know? Right. Um, right. So he said, call your father. FaceTime your father. I'll confirm the whole story. And my son got on FaceTime with his dad and this gentleman. And they told my son this story, which I never told him ever in his life. Mm. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it. Okay. Absolutely. So it's the year 1996. Mm -hmm. um, I am dating Aaron Hall. I am 17 years old and pregnant at the time. I know. Um, we're actually in L.A. And he was going to sign with Def Row Records. Okay. So he's recording, doing music. You know, he's doing video shoots. And I was, you know, part of it, we were living out in a hotel, you know, because we wasn't, you know, living, living there. We was just recording and he was just getting a feel of the whole, everybody's going to sign with Death Row. You know, you got Pac, you got Casey and Jojo, you got Snoop. Mm -hmm. It was, it was amazing right. um, to be a part, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, Aaron's super talented and they want him to be a part of Death Row Records. We... Mm -hmm. We're invited to a Mother's Day event, uh, 1996, and all of Defro family and friends were supposed to join, come and watch, you know, 
their relatives perform for them. So I thought that was a beautiful thing. I was going to get my hair and nails done. Mm. And Aaron was like, I can't take you. I can't take you. Uh, Tupac is going to take you and make sure you're good and safe. I was like, oh, okay. You know, we're in L.A. and, you know, I just, my first time out there. So, okay, he's going to make sure I'm safe. I didn't think nothing of it. And at that time, him and Pac were talking. Things seemed a little antsy. He was more on edge than usual, Aaron. And so Aaron said he had to go to a meeting. That's why he couldn't, you know, take me to get my hair and nails done. And it was an important meeting, and he couldn't miss it. So Pac's going to hold me down. So I go to the salon. You know, me and Pac had deep conversations. It was the first time I've ever been alone with him and actually one-on-one. I mean, he schooled me on life. He schooled me on becoming a mom. He schooled me on just so many things that I would never forget our conversation, ever forget our conversation about this industry. I mean, me being 17 and all this is in front of me, and it's it's a wow. It's a wow factor, mm-hmm. you know, all these celebrities and, you know, in the studio and video shoots, and this man is so deeply spiritual, um, so mm-hmm. connected with, you know, himself and the worldly things that are going on. Um, he just knew so much, and I'm grateful mm. that I got that opportunity to have with him. And then we met up with Aaron after I got my nails and, you know, um, hair done. We, we went to the hotel and Aaron's extra, you know, stress and, and pacing back and forth and him and Pac start talking. So he's extra mean, extra, just everything. And I felt like there was something going on. It's more than just business. Mm. So to let you know, allegedly, when he was, you know, going to this meeting, he was kind of pleading for my life, you know, um, some of these people to be down with the cause, you got to sacrifice people, which is insane to me. And mm. allegedly they told him, you know, there come a dime a dozen of her, you know, she could be replaced. I don't care if she's pregnant. You can get a pretty young thing and it's no big deal. So allegedly he said, no, I'll be damned. I'm not going to do that. I love her. You know, I'll die for her. So they went back and forth and back and forth. And allegedly it was said, it's going to happen if you like it or not. So he buys me a white dress to go to the event, right? And the day of the event now, we're getting dressed and he's extra antsy and very mean to me. I mean, he was mean, but he was mean. And everybody knows he was, you know, violent, verbally, physically, emotionally, um, but you got to understand, I was 17, naive, young, you know, so I loved him. You know, when you love someone, you make excuses for people, you know. You, you know, he treats you so well one minute and the next minute he could be so ugly. And then you, you hold on to the, the goodness in them, you know. So mm. that's what I did throughout the violence in our relationship. So the day of we're getting dressed and we're leaving the hotel and we waiting outside in front for our limo and Casey and Jojo was standing outside waiting for their limo as well. And Aaron was just being, just grabbing me and just being aggressive. And I hate this dress. And I'm like, you bought it for me. Like, what are you like? You crazy? You know, like what's going on? Like, why are you so, he was so angry. He wanted to, to argue with me, but I wasn't giving it to him. I was mm. not. There was something eerie in the air for me that it was just something different. 
And Casey and Jojo was talking to him and trying to calm him down and pray with him. So right there, that was kind of a God sent of angel of both of them trying to calm him down, pray with him, talk to him, and trying to refocus his mind. So I say this before I get to we go into the venue. When he was pleading for my life and telling that, you know, he doesn't want nothing happening to me, but he's still taking me to the venue. You know, I went over this over and over in my head. Why would he take me? Why would he put a white dress on me? It's like, you know, dressing the lamb and giving her to the wolves. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if my everybody has different levels of love or how they should love someone. Obviously, he doesn't know how to love right. But I would never put my loved one in that situation knowing that there's you're going into the wolves den. You know, you know what's going to happen. You know what they want to do. But you, you should have put, take me home on a plane or say, leave me alone. Don't ever talk to me. I, I play that back over and over again. You know, the rights, the, I could like honestly remember how I felt, the scared young girl, you know, uh, petrified, uh, just emotionally distraught, but so in love with him at the time, like mm. literally in love with him. And, you know, I, I, I want to give them excuses. I, you know, that's what a lot of women do when, you are abused. We give them excuses after excuses, but, you know, maybe he felt obligated to, you know, he wanted to be famous. He, he wanted them to be accepted, but there's, you got to have limits and sacrifices, you know, mm. to want to be rich or to want to be famous. You got to have limits, you know, you can't, that right. limit of sacrificing a person shouldn't be ever. Right. So, um, we go in the car, we drive to the venue, we pull up, he grabs my hand. You know, the same thing he always says, look at me, don't look at no man. You know, an aggressive person that, uh, you know, super control is. You know, the same routine. We walk in. So when we walk in before we enter the venue of all the people and the cameras and all the family that's sitting down at the tables, this old lady was walking out, at being escorted out, actually. Um, a mature lady. She was like in the 70s or 80s year old. Um, had an entourage. And she stopped Aaron and I. She grabbed my belly. And I was only four months, but super skinny. You couldn't even, I wasn't even showing. And she says, don't worry. Your son is going to be all right. He's going to be healthy and he's going to be good, which we didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. Mm. And she looks at Aaron and tells him, you know what? You be good to her and you protect her. And she prayed on us. That's God. God sent an angel right there because his whole demeanor changed. Because he was trying to get angry in the car. He was trying to start a fight, maybe to justify what's going to happen or was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, I play that over and over in my mind. Like, if that lady didn't stop or, you know, if she didn't say a prayer or Casey and Jojo didn't pray outside the, the hotel, you know, that was God sending him like, you know, what are you doing, Aaron? You know what I mean? You know of God. You know what I mean? You come from mm. church. Right, so we right. walk into the venue Cameras, you know, video cameras, taking pictures. We greet people still by his side. We walk into the back of the venue, you know, because there's a stage. And so we walk in the back of the stage. Mm -hmm. He pulls a chair to the side of, of, you know, you know, you see the stage and there's the back entrance when, you know, when you're, when you're performing and you're waiting to go on stage. So he puts a chair, sit here. I said, okay. But he was serious and aggressive. I was like, damn, he's like, <laughs> I'm still have no idea. I'm oblivious of what's going on or what's going to happen or what they tend to do. This female like t runs towards Aaron and then he walks her halfway, grabs her and they start talking and they're in each other's face. So 
a 17-year-old's mind, you know what I'm thinking? They fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? She's approaching. She's screaming. So I'm thinking, right. oh, I'm here. I'm pregnant. Right. You know, she's upset. Aaron's a hoe. You know, he's the nasty man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> so right, 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 right. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I was, what's so crazy and mind-boggling to me, like, I would never hit Aaron back even though he was physically, you know, physical with me. But anybody else that would that would confront me, I would fight. I was a fighter. I I, I was brave. But with him, mm. I didn't. I didn't step up for myself until I had my child. Then I was like, enough is enough. But so when she was screaming, and I was like, what up, bitch? Let's go, you know? So mm. that was my mentality. That's hot. Even though I was pregnant, I was like, let's go, bitch. So I'm thinking Aaron's fucking her. She's upset. I'm here. He brought me here. So the mood changed. People started moving towards Aaron and I men and then i said oh this is it felt eerie i said something's different this is not a, mm. you know i'm fucking your man this is some it's a you know when you're hard you feel right, something's right, wrong right 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 okay. and then so i shut up quick i just i i like was looking at the room and seeing i'm trying to figure out what the fuck's really going on because i mm. see the fear now in aaron's face like shut the fuck up you know what i mean so mm. i see the fear that it's more than just they fucking right so within the commotion and people started moving towards and you see the dudes pock runs he runs towards aaron grabs up the girl and says nobody fucking touch her points to me and he goes she's family she's aaron's wifey nobody i told you nobody fucking touches her so i looked and i was like the mama's like what the fuck is going on he drags her out the side of the door you know there's always like back entrance to, to lead outside and it was, was the back entrance, and a lot of people follow. When Pac moves, people follow. Mm. And they followed him outside. And then Aaron stand in front of me like a guard dog. He was like, don't move, don't say shit. And I'm like, yeah, there is, I was, I had no idea what was going on. So we waited patiently until Pac came inside. And, you know, my heart's racing because, you know, your senses tell you something's wrong. That always, this is always. not right. You know, especially... The people that you see around in the back, you know, it's not like we're in blue tuxedos, you know, we're in an all white party. You know, we got some thugs, we got some gangsters, you know, it's real live shit that can go pop off. And okay. I got that, but I didn't know how real it was going to get or mm. what they wanted to do, I should say. So Pac comes in and comes up to us and be like, you know, you guys are good. Um, and looks at Aaron and says, don't stay long. Like dead up like that, don't stay long. And then hugged us and then went on stage and he's he's very... He's, oh my God, mm. not knowing at that point he was my angel. He saved my life. I mean, I'm happy that Aaron stood up and grabbed and he was like, no, you know, but I'm mad that he brought me there anyways, you know, because mm. he had a choice. You know, mm. God always gives you a choice. Demons always give you a fucking choice. Mm. You know, that was his choice to bring me there to those wolves, you know, mm. a lamb 17 and pregnant. Yeah. So maybe he was contemplating with himself. I don't know if he was battling himself, but Pac saved my life. And mm. I'm grateful that he saved my life. And we stood for a little while and we said goodbye. And before we said goodbye and left, um, one of the demons came up to me and said, you're blessed, you know, mm. and said a bunch of other things that I will not say. But I mean, I was looking a demon in the eyes, you know, mm-hmm. he was telling me that you almost got got and I felt it in my soul. Like mm. when he stared at me and looked at me and 
was like, oh, you, you just, you just passed, you almost died. Like, and I felt it. Like I felt, I felt his aura, his heaviness. You feel that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then we left and then we went to the hotel. He didn't go to any other recordings. He didn't go to any other video shoots. And we went on a plane and left a few days later. We never turned around. And then four months later, Pac dies. And mm. I was, I was devastated, you know, because mm. in the beginning, I didn't know that he saved, saved my life. I know he saved maybe an ass whipping because it looked like more than one wanted to kick my ass, but I didn't know the reason that they wanted to, you know, leave me to die. You know, the setup mm. allegedly was to make it look like a gang thing, you know, beat her up to death, you know, and leave me on the side of the road somewhere. Mm. So that's what allegedly they were supposed to do and whatever else, because there was dudes approaching. So it wasn't just a female, you know, she had dudes with her. What was her purpose? The female to drag was... me out to start it off, to start it off. Mm. Remember, it's all about a look. So it's got to look like gang related, grabbing up another girl, dragging her out of the venue. And then whatever dudes and the guys beat me up, rape me, whatever they wanted to do and leave me on the side of the road for dead. So that was the plan. That's what mm. they wanted to do, you know, mm. and. You know, I want people to know when, when I want to bring it back, like four months later, you know, Pac dies. And my, I remember where I was at. I remember I was driving. I was in South Florida. I remember just crying because, you know, he had so much more to give. Like, I'm grateful that before he left, he saved my life. Like, that's like, mm -hmm. you know, he thought I was worthy enough. I should say, you know, I'm sure that he came across a lot of things and helped a lot of people, but he stopped and said, you know what, I'm going to save this young girl. You know, that's, mm. that's incredible to me. You know, that's, I'm thankful because my son is here. I'm still here, you know, and I want to tell the story because in this industry there's a lot of ugly, there's a lot of good too, you know, mm -hmm. um, but we have to acknowledge the ugly too, you know, mm. we can't just hide it and you know a lot of people were telling me don't say this story you shouldn't say this story but why not it happened it's my life mm. you know i want people to know that i forgive aaron so i don't want people to be like cancel aaron no there's no need he has great music he's super talented he just had did a lot of bad decisions and he wasn't a nice guy back in the day i hope that he's different now i pray for him i want him to mm -hmm. be happy you know i want him to live a peaceful life, you know, mm. but I, I just want people to know that, you know, you can be successful without giving in, without crossing the line over. You, you can, you have, mm -hmm. we have a choice. I just want people to know you have a choice and no being question, successful no. is not being successful. It's not fame. Being successful is not being rich. People have this, you know, stigma this 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 vision of success success is my children are happy my children are at peace you know and at the, at the end of the, the day head. you have to think of that i mean we've all we all face with certain challenges you know and experiences right that's certainly a unique experience that um a lot of young ladies will be able to and and people in general will be able to benefit from because if you look at things I and mean, you came through, I mean, Tupac came, but because his love for Aaron says, oh, no, don't right. touch her. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot right. of connectivity on that. You know? you're, uh, let me say that. You're absolutely, let me touch on that. He loved Aaron. Pac, mm -hmm. Tupac loved Aaron. They got along. They understood each other. They understood mm -hmm. each other. Right. Um, you know, but then Aaron was hard-headed as well. I mean, Pac was too, but 
something will benefit you in your career. Sometimes you have to sacrifice something else so that others may benefit. So now we're segueing right. into other levels of sacrifice. But in regards right. to that one that you had to deal with, yeah, that's a that's an experience that a lot of people have not even entertained. Have you ever, in ever? In terms of having been to, through that experience? Something of that level, no. I've, I've seen it because what as in this industry, we were always came in at a, my thing was always be in control. My brothers laughed at me because I always activate well in a position of power. So for me, it was mm, never yes. about the music business. It was never about the music, it was about the music business. When we came into okay. business, I was always gifted with voice, but I always wanted to know about the business. That's why we came in as managers, producers, songwriters, mm. actors, singers, because yes. yes. I wanted to be in a position of power. So I never had to be on that end of it, but I knew it existed because I dealt with all the powers that be, you know? So right, right. we knew certain things that existed. My thing was I'm a, I'm a protective line. So I always made sure that mm, my brothers amen. and my group was protected. I was like that even when I was in the street, you know, my brothers didn't know who my people were. They just knew they was protected. I was that guy. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. So the same so thing. you understand me. <laughs> yes. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So, I mean, um, but I'm a firm advocate of what he brings you to, he'll bring you through. Without question, Pac's in a greater place. Aaron's a Amen. better person for it. You're a better person right. for it. And God bless that, you know, you have a strong son who was able to go and get that answer, you know, from the right, right. place. You know, that that's key, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's and key. I think it was supposed to be told to him because he wants to be in this music industry. And okay. that's that's not luck that he bumped into someone from death row back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That doesn't just usually happen. God wanted to say, buddy. You know, right. not all peaches and cream, you know, watch right. your step, watch who you, you know, do music with or whatever. Mm. He wants to be a writer or producer, but you right. got to be careful. You know, Always. my son is from the suburbs. He ain't from the streets, okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. So, okay. um, we can teach him. I can teach him as much as and plant that seed in him, but um, mm -hmm. he's still got to learn himself, you know? So right. I'm glad that he's hearing stories, things that I didn't say and coming from another man because it, it resonates in his mind differently if I told him sure. and another man telling him, which is crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it stuck with him. And he was like, oh, my God, Mom, you know, you went through some shit. I said, yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know, so. Right, right. That's well, what, what did you wow. get from? I want to ask your perce perception of mm -hmm. the story of him buying me a white dress. Am I reading into much of it? Because, yeah. I, you know, when I think about it, it gives me goosebumps. It gives me like, uh, you know, him trying to make himself upset. Like, I know he was fighting his own demons. I know that, you know, and mm. we all are. You know, the demon always tries to attack you and it, they know your weaknesses in life. Right. You know, right. either be about sex, either be about drugs or whatever the case may be. Sure. You know, um, yeah, it just, you know, it mind boggles me because, you know, I was pregnant, you know, I, I would have mm. done anything for him. You wow. know what I'm saying? To to actually take me in a white dress. That's just like some movie shit that doesn't fucking happen. You know what I'm like? Oh, real no. shit. Ha have you uh, guys ever, ever had a conversation about that particular part of it? No, a lot of things he don't want to discuss. Oh, no. okay. So a he, lot of things. he gets it. emotional. Yeah. He gets emotional, certain things. Right. He apologized to me about everything that he have done, things that happen. That's good. But, um... He doesn't like talking in detail. He gets 
he, he, I know, I feel his pain. I feel that he feels sorrow what he done. I feel that he repented, you know, um, I do feel that. But mm. of course, you know, when you're abused, you want to ask questions, you know, but you're never going to get the right answer. So I'd rather not go in depth with them and bring up old wounds with him. You right. know, the only reason why I'm discussing it with people, because I want people to open up their third eye of what's going on in the world. I want to bring up topics that people don't talk about, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely, you know, shed light on things. And that, not only that, yeah. but I think you're showing that sometimes, you know, uh, the, the, the main path towards the inner enlightenment is revealing and self, you know, that's therapy for you too, even at this stage. You yes, know what I mean? it is. Even at this it stage. Is. So, I mean, that's, that's healthy. You know what I mean? That's healthy. We all have ways of bringing it out and that's the way you find a solution. You know what I mean? I mean, you yeah. have done, you have done legendary things. And what you Thank do, you. you know, Tupac's a legend, Aaron's a legend. I mean, there are Amen. lots of things, you know, and um, there's things that I know I could have done differently as well, too. You know what I mean? Right, right. But, we all have. I agree. Right, right, right. So <laughs> nobody's perfect. Yes. Right. So the thing is, how can we impact and engage others? You know, so when I think right. of that, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to give that one some thought because like, OK, what's the meaning of that? Because that symbolizes a lot of different things. It does. You know it does. Sure. I truly agree. The colors you mm -hmm. wear, the choice, because he picked it out. I mean, he always picked my clothes out, What, how my makeup should be, how my hair should be. Um, that's a sign of controlling, ladies. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it's just I could laugh at it now in certain mm -hmm. sense, and it gets me choked up in a sense, too. Okay. I have different emotions, like a roller coaster, sure. you know, because I've gone over it, over it in my head. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm past it, but I wanted to share it. And I think okay. that, um, well, that's important. Anybody... That's important. Yeah, that's important. That's that's what I'm saying. That's going to open up, and you're going to find that you know, in various degrees, maybe not to that extreme, but there are a lot right. of lot of women that are dealing with challenges. That because you've opened it up, when I came clean about me uh, beating cancer three times, you'd be surprised. Amen. Wherever I go, it opened up people to say, you know. I did it, and that—that's healing. That's that—that's yes. spiritual, energetic healing. So this is going to help open up a lot of young ladies who deal with domestic triumphs, what I call it. I don't like to say domestic violence, um, because one time I gave a—I used to be a social worker, so I've seen it firsthand. And I co-produced a play with a woman named Wyoming Paris on, um, you know, domestic violence. I used the domestic triumph, saying we can come through mm. that. So uh, you, you're going to find a lot of young ladies that are dealing with what you have championed to various right. degrees are going to seek you out for that. So, I mean, there's purpose there too, you know? Yeah. It's amen. Amazing. Yeah, um, I totally agree. So, I mean, sacrifice, you know, would you do, <sighs> would you sacrifice someone for gain? Like you have to really, would you Let's be in see. a position that someone would give you millions or someone will make you famous and promise a lot of people would. If, right. You know, you right. See, like, just like the, the movie uh, that just came out, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's a game, you know, old school games, and they're killing each other for gain, for money. You know, that's real life. Most people would do it if they were put in position to. That's a real and that's game. The number one, that's the number one movie in the country on Netflix. Wow. Say that again. I didn't know about this. I'm behind the scenes. What? Say that again? Yes. It's the number one movie on Netflix. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. And it's a game playing. A lot of people owe money. They're in debt. So they get people who are desperate in need you know, of money mm. to play a game. And it's, yes, yeah, Squid Game. And I watched it. And they go for desperate people, you know, wow. needing money. You know, either, you know, 
the girl was trying to get her child, uh, her, her brother, you know, out of a foster home and, you know, people are in debt in their business or want to take care of their mother that's ill, whatever the case may be. But they attack people who they prey on people who need money and play this game. And, you know, everybody dies and the last one will receive the wealth, which is insane. Mm. But a lot of people would play that game. Wow. So it's no difference from these big corporations saying, I'll make you famous if you do this, this, and that. It's the same shit. You know hmm. what I mean? Wow. You're playing a game. You yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah. you got to look at it yeah. that way. And it's, it was the number one movie in, I guess, in, in many game. countries, not just the United States. Wow. Yeah. Game of life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Game. Exactly. Exactly. And wow. it intrigued everybody. You know why it was so intriguing? Right. Because most people would do it. Most people yeah. would do it. Mm. I wouldn't do it. I mean, before I wanted to be famous, I wanted to be in the spotlight. Not anymore. I, I want to shed light. I want to shed love. Okay. Um, I want to be successful enough to take care of my, my kids' kids. I don't have to be famous. That's right. not in the cards. I don't care for that. I right. don't care to be acknowledged. I just want to help people reach out and, and do what That's I want, good. you know, That's put good. the music yeah. out, you know, meet right. great people like you, you know, <laughs> it's a blessing, you know, Absolutely. we met on a whim too. Just so like that. That's not by accident, it's by chance. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's almost like been there, done that to a degree, you know, once you've accomplished certain things and been certain things, like, okay, what's my next season, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I've never thought about sacrificing anyone in that regard. Uh, there have been times where I've thought about, possibly sacrificing myself if I, I mean, I would sacrifice myself for my children in a minute. You know, Amen. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. But in terms right. of that, sometimes I'm like, well, you know, God, you wouldn't bring me to this if it wasn't something positive. Right. And I can think right. about it is, is it going to benefit my family? And I would go right. forth, you know, sometimes we can't do that either. We need to use the tools that he's given us, you right. know, because he's a busy right. God. So he gives us tools, tools of, you know, yes. no, maybe not. Let me get, you know, I tell people, um, you don't have to have all the answers. The definition of genius Amen. is having the genius to surround yourself with genius. You know, just right. make sure you can get the right answer somewhere else and you'll find that, sure. mm, you know what? Nah, maybe not, you know? Right. I'm sure that people that has, because that fame is, is intoxicating and it's mean. Yes. It means yes. a lot to other people. And uh, lots of times when I speak out, people have come to me saying, you know, when I saw you on Unsung, when I saw how you... Uh, approached your challenge, you know, saved my life. You know, it prevented mm. me from giving up. I've I've had that thousands of times, and that's when I know, and you're going to have that too. That you know, there's purpose. You know, there's right, amen, purpose, and everything. Know, more than yes, that. yeah, man. So you know, so giving your time could be a wonderful sacrifice too. Yeah, but we have. I've learned through sacrificing a lot for my children and family mm -hmm. that you got to have limits too, because they will take advantage of it and not Hello. appreciate you know, right. the sacrifices that you have done. And yeah. I've learned that even though you sacrifice so much for them, mm -hmm. don't expect it in return at all. That's um, I've learned that too. That's <laughs> even, the key. Even, right. even acknowledgement or, you know, appreciation. Not everybody that you sacrifice for, not everybody that no. you love will yeah. return. And even, not even grateful a little bit. And I've yeah. that hurt me for a long time. And I had to learn to get over that as well. You have to, you know, I, I coined a phrase called appreciation without expectation. 
Because mm. sometimes just do it and don't look for nothing in return. It'll come back right. metaphorically some other kind of way. Amen. Because right, not I, just directly yeah. from them, right? Yeah, because I tell people. But it's hard. So, That's hard. It's hard. Well, you know what? Hard. Another phrase, expectation is like a five-star hotel. And disappointment owns most of the top floor suites. You understand? Mm, so, yeah. so sometimes, yeah, you know what I mean? So That's sometimes, some real shit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck it. Don't, don't always expect in return. It'll come in other kinds right. of ways. That's how it works. Right. Just do what you do. But you're right. Sometimes right. you have to protect your energy Ooh. and say, Ooh, you know boy. what? Enough, There's a yeah. limit because it can they can start Absolutely. sucking out your your you you know your spirit your your everything yeah, your your you glow off. and and they mm -hmm. won't care even your loved ones so yeah. you have to have limits for everybody you know sometimes yeah. you got to give them that tough love like oh motherfucker right. no not today I got to right. think of me you know right. and I had right. to learn that because I'm such a giver like yeah. it makes me happy to give it makes me happy to see other people happy and right. I put people before me and I right. recently had to learn that. I got to put me in front too sometimes, you yeah, know, I got to think of my health and my right. well-being and my state of mind and my peace, you yep. know, self-love. I put that out yesterday because sometimes, you know, you can give and give unto yourself and you'd be like, you know what, why is that, why is there no sustainability to that level of love? Why does mm. it fade? All of a sudden, they're not perceiving you the same way. They're not giving up the same right. energy, and you give up to yourself. And that's when you have to be a little more selfish, you know. To, you have yes. to be selfish to be selfless sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I, 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 I have a dear brother, friend of mine right now, a Kangol kid from UTFO. He's going through a very severe uh, cancer challenge, you know. And it's very sad. I want everyone to give love to him. And, you know, I give up God myself, and I'm doing everything. And um, the challenge is so great from what he's dealing with and health coverage that every now and then I have to step back and breathe and say, okay, Paul, well, hold on. Take a minute to replenish your reservoirs because yeah. you'll be good to nobody, including him, if you're not replenished yourself. Right. So you have to push That's back true. and go back, you know? So, yeah, I find that you got to do that in life, you know? So Yeah, yeah with but everybody. It's but it's more difficult with your loved ones. Yeah, because right. We because we get so much... Yeah, all chambers are open. You know, all the fences right, right. are down. You check oh, all, the, all the toe taboos at the door, and you'd be like, yo. You know, that's you why. You know what I've learned? That's so true. I've yeah. heard of people on timeout. You'd be like, oh, oh, oh you don't appreciate me? Oh, oh you on timeout, and you're going you gonna to miss me. <laughs> that's what I do. I swear to God. That shit works. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, it's like dealing with a kid, but you got to treat a lot of people like kids. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to it, it. works. It works. It works. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it is. It real. is. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, certain levels of sacrifice. Um, so have you ever come across someone that you seen that was going through their level of sacrifice, whether it's the extent of what you dealt with or other things, and you said, you know what, it's almost, it's almost uh, my job to intervene or drop a little yes. jewels on them. Yeah. Can you tell me about one of those? Yeah, definitely. I think there's, for sacrificing, I think women, we sacrifice us as just being a human being in relationships and giving mm -hmm. us all to our man and the man, not everybody. Let me, let me make that clear. Not all right, men, right, right, but right. a lot of men want the control, you know, very abusive, um, what you can do, what you can say, what you can post and not let her be her. Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of women get abused in front of me and I will not tolerate that. I, right. I intervene all the time. If I see even strangers, I will not care right. unless I have my little one. Of course I can't 
put my little one in danger. But um, if I'm there by myself or with friends, I'm mm. going to intervene because Good. people have intervened for me and helped me out. So I'll be damned if I'm going to sit back and just let someone get smacked up. I will not. Right. Um, I think a lot of women um, need self-love. I don't care how good you look, how big your ass is, how big your titty is, how beautiful your face is. Um, We all need that boost, that confidence. Um, We're all looking for love. And a lot of us are insecure when it comes to the love factor. Right. You know? Right. And we sacrifice too much for love, for a relationship. We right. gotta have boundaries. Right. You know, we shouldn't be I feel like that's why I'm not in a relationship. I feel like we come to add to each other, not subtract. This is who I am. Love me for me. You're supposed to add to me, not to subtract. I shouldn't have to sacrifice my life or my career or my children or this to be with you. Then we're not supposed to be together. We're not walking in the same, you know, path life. Right. You know, we try to always fit in. We should fit in together. There you go. That's there when you relationships go. right mm-hmm. work. If right. we're just trying to fit in one shoe, no, you have nah. your shoe, I have my shoe. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, like, I, I used to tell people. I sometimes I used to run across to the young ladies. She'd say, "Oh, Anthony, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh my God, I just I just your body, your energy, your mind. Oh my God, I just want to oh build. God. I just want to build my world I've been around there, you. <laughs> and then she'll say, "I want to build my world around you." And I'm like, "Hold on, motherfucker, wait a minute there." Because if you go build your world around me, that means when you fall, you're going to fall on top of me. That means we all. No, 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 right. no, no. You build right. your world. I build my That's world. That's right. We're putting together. Make we come together. World. Yes. That's yes. how she do Empire. You know? Building yeah, yeah, yeah. together. Yes. And, 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 and it'll be a better respect level of each other. That's so like you have. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. So because if, I, do, if I'm depending all on you. Right, 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 right. Exactly. No. But the other side of that, from a man's perspective now, I think men, not all, but I think they're men, we sacrifice ourselves too, you know, because it, yes. it goes both ways. A man will give them to himself because it's your nature to be a protector, a provider, or when you can. And not all men do that. <laughs> no, right. Well, let's say some. Right, some. Right, right, right. Okay, the ones that do. Right, right. right. A protector, provider, as much as they can, and, and, and a listener, that's very key, and understanding, yes. you know. Amen. Some, sometimes... You'll find that that's taken for granted. Sometimes you'll find that that's short-lived and not appreciated as well, too. You know. So, so you feel like women don't listen? Is that what you're saying? No, I feel appreciated. That, no, no, no. Well, sometimes I feel that men we need to be more better listeners. Oh, okay, you do. Okay, yeah, 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 we do. Got right. You. So Got that's you. The, for sure. You know, because I think it starts with the men. We're the leaders. But I'm saying on that side, you do have men who are like that. And sometimes women may not appreciate that or may not be longly appreciated. And then you see, and it's like, you know what? I ain't doing this no more, you know? So it goes both ways. There's stuff on both sides. Surely more women than men, but there is stuff on both sides. So what do you think men usually sacrifice in a relationship? You know what? Okay. You'll find I have lots of little friends. What have you sacrificed in a relationship? <laughs> okay. You. I've, sac- I've, sac- I've given it all. I've given it all. And I've received oh, it all. Well, it goes both ways. Yeah, but I've done Amen. that. But um, I'll give you a little story. There once was a man named Samson. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. And he lived okay. in Greece. A very powerful, very strong man, you know? And I mean, okay. powerful, you know? And one time he met this beautiful little young lady named Delilah. They was, was kicking it, you know, they was going to clubs and groups and whatnot, He's hanging, so loving, making love, anything. And then Samson made the mistake 
of telling Delilah the secret to his power. Six months later, Samson was somewhere in the road about 70%, 70 pounds lighter, and Delilah became a millionaire with a, a string of barbershops all over Greece and Athens. <laughs> Ergo, so <laughs> sometimes we give off our power, we give off that energy, and if it's not received mm. or embraced well, properly. you'll find mm -hmm. properly, you'll find that it's not long lived. And some women, not all, because I love our queens, I hold them up, but sometimes they'll find that they're not looking at you the same way, they're not talking to you the same way, they're not feeling mm. the same way, you know, because mm. you're giving that of yeah. yourself, you know, and not in all right. case, but I find that that happens, you know, and why can't yeah. that level of newness be sustained? Why can't it be mm. constantly giving and constantly flowing, you know? That, I mean, mm. that's why do you think the divorce rate oh, is up to 70%? I can tell you that. I can tell you, the, because, I can tell you how why it changed. Girl, Women wasn't me. always like that. Women wasn't okay. always like that. Okay. You got to go with the culture, the music. I mean, back in the day, it was more R&B, love, and you're, you're putting women on a pedestal. Now it's like, right. shake your ass. If he don't love you, he loves you, you better buy a bag. You better put the All word on. It's stupid. So the mentality of these young women, if you love me, you can give me a bag. If you love me, you get me a Mercedes. If you love me, right. materialistic doesn't mean love. Anybody right. can buy you that. That's right. not showing love. But it's the ignorance of a lot of these young, older women, too, are doing it as well. Mm -hmm. So... When you come together as a unity, as a bond, she's not looking at you as I'm a provider. It's going to be my husband's love of my life. If we fall, he falls, I fall. If, if I'll pick him up or we're going to grind to. No, she says, right. give me daddy. Right. Give me daddy. Give me daddy. <laughs> but this right. is the girls today. Right. It's not like, no, I got to make my own money. You respect me. I respect you. Let's go get this, Poppy. Let's go. There no, go. the mentality right. is like, huh? Right. I mean, that's the mentality. Everybody, like, yeah, let's get yeah. that bag. Let's get that bag. Like, what? Like, yo, your fucking vocabulary. Yo, right, no. Right. Let's go buy this business, Poppy. Let's go buy that property. Um, right. Let, let's, let's go. Let's together. go. Right, right, or let's, let's, you know what? Let's go feed the homeless, babe. That, right. Let's go do that for this weekend. You know, let's go give some toys out. Christmas is coming. Let's go do the, you know, things like mm -hmm. that is intriguing. Things like that is, is, is amazing to me. Things it's I want to do with my, 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 you know, my significant other, you know, yeah. my person. But these women together. don't think that way. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I, I've been fortunate, I've been fortunate and blessed to have strong women in my life, you know, from hmm. whether it's my mom's, you know, uh, you know, mm -hmm. my, my, my daughter, she's a physician assistant. She's as strong as they come. Oh. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, and I'm very, very, very proud of her. So I've, I've been blessed in that That's way. Beautiful. But, you know, with men, we have to learn, you know, to, to balance things. I'll give you another. Amen. You like my little Samson and Delilah story? I got another yeah. one. I got <laughs> I another did, one I did, for I you. Uh, okay, a, give it to me. Give a, it to me. Here's another one. Here's another one. Um, there was two brothers. They was driving. They was driving badly. <laughs> Right, they look good, sharp. You okay. see, they were successful, man. And they pull up to the drive-through McDonald's, and the girl behind is looking fine as hell. And she's leaning over, showing her, "Please, we got your fries." And she, they were like, oh, <laughs> "Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely." They said, "Hey, yeah, when you get off, you know, give me a call. You know, give me a call." They they gave her that number because she's beautiful, you know. Right, cool. right, Makes right. Sense. Good. Next shift comes through. There was these two beautiful fine-ass women. They pulled up. To the same McDonald's in Bentley. And there was this good looking, well built dude behind the window. And he said, Hey, what's going on, ladies? Would y'all like some fries? They said, Uh, excuse me, motherfucker. Can we have our food? Thank you. Bye. Hmm. Ergo, right. they like, No, no, no. 
you work at McDonald's. I don't care how good you look. No, thank you. Keep it pushing. The guy's like, mm, let me give you my number. Give me a call. You know, guys, don't always chase shite and bright, shite and bright, bright objects all the time. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, because a woman, most women, all women, all, women, yeah, yeah. Because be I've like, seen, you know, rich, wealthy women, you know, yeah. sure. get a young Elizabeth, thing that Elizabeth works at, you know, McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that too. And that's why I love Elizabeth Taylor for two reasons. Because she's like, you know what, my man Fortinsky, you know, he ain't all my, but you know what, he works for me. He works Amen. for me. He wasn't as blunt yeah. and that, but she got married over and over and over. And yeah. why? Well, she wanted she, to find Mr. Said, right. Because I could do that. I could do that. She does whatever right. works. Right, right, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. You know, so exactly. it's all about what works for you, you know, but there's, there's yeah, lots of Yeah, it is. I want to be married you know? one time. Well, hopefully, God's willing, just marry one time and it's got to be right. I'm not going to marry just to say I'm married. <clears throat> no, just say no. I'm married, y'all, and post it. Right. And no. then I go, finally, no. I've been it's in long-term right. relationships, right. but you it's know right. if they're right for you, you know? Sure, you feel it. You feel it. And, you, and then you take the time to make sure that it's sustainability. That's it, you know. Exactly. Everybody said, yeah, but sustainability. And back to that word sacrifice, guys don't realize that when a woman gives childbirth, man, that's a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. Yes. That's that's yes. life on the line. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Yes, so, it is. Yeah. All, you're, you're actually I mean, your, your life, life changes. Yeah. yeah. Your life changes when you, you know, give birth. You know, right. it really does fall all on the women because the men can get up and leave literally. And do absolutely nothing. And I right. had two of those, <laughs> you know, um, and I have a nine-year-old, so I sacrificed my career. Um, yeah. Mm. And I stopped everything for my son because he has autism. Right. Um, so he was diagnosed at two years old. And yeah. we'll get into that in another uh, okay. episode. Yes, of yes. How he was diagnosed and what happened. But yeah, wow. I sacrificed my career and stopped everything, literally, and just be a 24-hour mom. You know, and that was a sacrifice. It was hard mm. because I'm such a free spirit. I'm open. I love traveling and to stop everything. I mean, right. like I said, I'll do anything for my children. But right. um, I got depressed for a lot, you know, a couple, you know, not every day. But I had my moments in the closet crying or in the shower, you mm. know, because my spirit needs to run. You know, I sure uh, it's just different when, you know, things just dead stop. God just said, Broop. You know, you need to stump your brakes. and But it yeah. woke me up and matured me. That's um, right. I've learned so much through the journey with me and my little one. Right. Um, that I will share on this podcast. Nice. And things that I've learned to help autistic, you know, other autistic children and adults. Okay. That I've learned so far along my journey. And hopefully it'll help you as well. But I, right. yeah, I had to sacrifice my career, my time, my life, because I couldn't really date anybody because it would be unfair because I couldn't give them the quality time and the time, I you know, in the you. beginning. I yeah. You. I had to truly focus on my son. So a lot yeah. of people are like, where have she been? What happened to her? Oh, no, I stopped, you know, right. that was my decision. And my children always come first, never a career, never money, never none of that. Wow. So, See, yeah. yeah. And there have been people in my life. Like I think about my, when, uh, when my, third cancer came through and it was leukemia and it was like life or death, Oof. you know? Yeah. I know, um, some close friends that came and sacrificed to me before that's why I give myself to Kango because you know, it takes a village no matter how strong I am. I've always, Amen. Been a, I've always been a champion, but it's the energy I got from, yes. from, yeah, my ex-wife Kay, she sent certain energies, you know, my wife Amen. Michelle was separated, but we're still very, very cool. You know, uh, my That's brother, beautiful. Lou, 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 my brother Lou, he sacrificed because 
there was thing he was my 10 for 10 during the match and there's certain things he chose not to do so as not to interfere with my when I had to get that transplant from him and my brother B would have been the same oh, way wow. and my children and everything. So I know what it is to be the recipient of sacrifice. The good thing mm. about it is they all know in a heartbeat, I would do the same. You would do the same. In, mm. a minute, in a minute. That That's what gives you purpose. You know, when you know there's Amen. something you Amen. give up yourself more than yourself. Yeah. So it goes yeah. back, it goes back and forth, you know, absolutely. Yeah, you live mm. differently too as that, you know, you be, you're mm -hmm. more care, careful, cautious because you're living for other people as well because right. so many people depend on you, you know, That's right. and I've learned that. But at a young age, I was a little hothead and we'll, <laughs> through my podcast, I'll let you, you know, give you a little more insight oh, yeah. when I was young and my mentality, okay. you know, okay. I'm sure that you too would love, I would love for you okay. to come on future, okay. um, oh, yeah. you know, episodes because oh, I'm sure definitely. you got stories when you was young oh, in this industry listen. as well. I'm already putting it out there. I'm going to be a recurring guest on Glow. Please, or, please, all the time. please, yeah, please. Do some things, I'm, sh man. I'm sure we oh, have yeah. a lot of similarities in wild times. Absolutely. <laughs> what? I shared a few of them when I did Unsung. I mean, there was time where I walked into my damn, uh, I walked to my hotel room and the room literally talked to me. Okay, the, oh. the, the, the toilet paper oh, Wow, unrolled. you was on some the other shit. <laughs> the toilet paper unrolled like, yeah, motherfucker, we got to get on in here. There was a, I there cannot. Was, there, was a, there, there was a moose head, it turned my way. Yeah, nigga, we get on in here. You know, shit like that. The oh drapes are flat, you know, because the power you have. Oh, yeah, we got some stories, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can't relate to you on that topic because honestly, <laughs> a lot of people have a misconception. I never did drugs. I've never popped a pill. Really? I've never on, really? sniffed coke. I've Get been around it. I've seen it. I swear to God. But I, you have to come I'm, on that that episode and why oh, I'm at five there. years old, what I said to myself, yes, right. and why I, I told myself at five I would never do drugs. So Gloria, let me tell you we something. Have to, we, we have to we, talk about we, that. When we started the music business, I was twelve. Louis thirteen. He was eight. We started. Oh, wow, you was twelve. Oh yeah, I started professionally. We won the Apollo Theater four nights in a row, and we've been through through from then. Yeah, because I started singing on the street in Bed Stuy when I was ten years old, because I always had a voice, right? You know, and all my uncles around me, and then from all the way up to being hit producers, being I mean writers and all that thing. To this day, I've never smoked marijuana in my life. I've never taken. But any... other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never, my, my, my drug of choice was women, you know, but I've never, right, right, I, I, right, yeah, right, I've right, never did you. anything of that way from bodybuilding. And I've been blessed to inspire millions of bodybuilders and athletes around the world through fitness and training. And that's Amen. how you know God gives us tough. Yeah, we got to, we have so much to talk about. You already know, And I love know. you for love being, you blessing my first episode. I love it. And I love it. I love me it. Too, me first. too. And yep. people got to know that we're doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. another individual. Yeah, yeah DJ so, Finesse. He reached out yes. to you. He reached out to me. I love the name. Come on. You want to tell the name of our podcast. Go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Finesse. Gloria Velez, Paul Anthony, legendary. The name of the podcast is Three Friends with Benefits. Yes. That's right. It's going to be off the chain. Y'all check it's gonna out It's going to be juicy. That. Yes, yep. yes, yep. yes. So, so this, um, Glow's this not just juicy. Do it. This is my podcast. This is Glow. <laughs> and I'll be coming out to Miami next one so we do it live together. 
Absolutely. Yes, it's going to be amazing. Absolutely. And Wonderful. I want, thank you for joining us. Oh, uh, thank thank you. you for listening. Absolutely. And um, you guys tune in again. Yes, yep. more to come. More to more come. To this come. is more Just Glow. Your yep. host, Gloria Velez, with my special guest, Absolutely. Paul, Paul Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> and all y'all out there, y'all keep glowing. Okay? Yes, I love that. Y'all keep glowing. I love y'all. Take care. Thank you, Paul. Bye-bye. Bye.